In today's episode, we discuss Thursday Night Football's first time on Amazon Prime, and we offer our predictions as we look to Sunday's week two of the NFL season. All this and more, it's time to sideline the agenda. And welcome to Sideline the Agenda. My name is Scott. With me is Kevin and Chris. And this is the show that sidelines the agenda of the corporate sports media by confronting their platitudes with attitude. Nothing is out of bounds and everything and every subject is fair game. Well, we got week two of the NFL season and we have our picks. And also we uh, sum up and discuss Amazon Prime's Thursday Night Football. But first, we'd like to invite you to join our agenda to sideline the agenda by subscribing to our podcast on Apple Podcasts or wherever you enjoy your podcast entertainment. You can also follow us on Twitter at Sideline Agenda and uh, forward the show to your friends. It really helps out. Sideline the Agenda. Time to get off the sideline. And let's get into the game, fellas. Thursday let's Night Football. Amazon Prime Time. Did you guys watch? <laughs> I think I actually think that's a much better name. They should skip the whole Thursday Night Football thing, Amazon, and just call it Primetime Football. That's right. I... I I'll take Why my, did you think of, yeah, exactly. Hey, Bezos, yeah, where's my, my money? money from that one, Bezos. <laughs> when you guys rebrand it, primetime football, that's it's a way better name. Then, you know, Deion Sanders would be mad about that, but yeah, because he's he's primetime. <laughs> this is Deion, and I'm primetime. That is a copyright infringement. <laughs> Actually, before we get into Thursday night football, I just had to bring this up. Did you guys see Kyle Kuzma working, working, oh, geez, working, working in it? it. <laughs> <laughs> he, he was working the catwalk. Man, he that was, guy uh, has. Uh, it was he's always what? been a little suspect out there. Yeah, man. It was um, <laughs> Fashion Week, apparently, in New York. And uh, Kyle Kuzma, uh, he wore a, a hooded, like, all-black outfit with a long skirt as and, and was walking up and down the uh, the runway for uh, a, a, a Puma uh, Futro-grade show uh, for fashion week. And, and this dress that he had on looked like just enlarged puffy jackets. You know what I'm talking about? Like those right. winter yeah, jackets. Right. It just like looked like puffy. he was wearing a yeah. jacket. It was, yeah, but it was like, it was like multiple jackets sewn together. But do you remember when he wore that laughable pink sweater? It oh was like an gosh. oversized pink sweater and the arms just like were draping down to the floor and the and the the waist you know went down to his knees so it looked like he was a little kid mm-hmm. yeah in this big pink sweater dragon this must be the same uh fashion artist because it's like like this person's got big ideas <laughs> pardon the pun like Gosh. hey what if i take this sweater yeah and you know what uh, it's going to be pink because that's, you know, a contrast of masculinity and your athleticism versus you as a person. And also it's going to be really big. And it's like he did the same thing with this one. It was just like, yeah, you're going to be in a hoodie and uh, then it's going to be these big puffy jacket skirt. But these puffy jackets are like crazy big. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of wearing your jacket on top, you're you're wearing your jacket yeah, exactly. on the bottom. And it's not one jacket. It's like four jackets. <laughs> We wearing nothing but tops around here. We we tops are challenging on the bottoms. We are challenging the norms around here. <laughs> that is well, true, pers- true like, artistry. As ridiculous as as Kuth as Kuthma looked, uh, did you see the person after him? He was wearing literally like like a boy in the bubble type. Yeah, thing. it looked it like weird. it looked like a condom filled with water or something like that. It was it was bizarre. You know, Gosh. you get. You- <laughs> 
<laughs> you you got the uh, uh, Kyle Kuzma who who looks like uh, the uh, oh um, the lost and found bin at a ski resort, and then uh, followed by the boy <laughs> in the bubble. <laughs> so next it's thing, art. Next, it's, it's art. next thing, the fashion, yeah, the fashion artist is going to be like, hey, yo, Kyle, I got another idea. Yeah, it's like a hat on top of your head, but it's like massive, like, right? Like, <laughs> you know, like super huge, like that cowboy hat that, uh, uh, uh what's his name in Dumb and Dumber? Uh, uh yeah, <laughs> Lloyd has. Yeah, Lloyd has. <laughs> Oversized. And then you're going to have socks that go up to your neck, son. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I just, oh, you know, gosh. I wish Kyle Kuzma the best. You know, I'm just going to say it. I wish he'd just come out already. Yeah, seriously, <laughs> You man. know, live your truth, man. It's all good. Nothing yeah. wrong with that, doing your thing. But, like, come on. But anyway, I just had to see if you guys saw well, that. I, that I, just I gave mean, me a chuckle. He was suspect very early on, you know, as, as a Laker fan when I was watching him. And he had his, uh, his, his picture, like, that they show every single game. You know, right. when they're introducing the lineups and he's giving duck lips. <laughs> that was very in right on social media, right? He had his post, did his, was his, was his chin cocked back and his, and his eyes was giving those oh, like, you know, God. love me daddy eyes he's up to literally the. literally <laughs> giving duck lips. So I was like, this is freaking ridiculous. And then he went to the little frosted hair after that. That's like, right. Yeah, That's right. Coos, I got to tell you, I didn't know this, uh, that he inked a five-year deal with Puma in 2019. Uh, while he was still a member of the Lakers. And at the time, um, the the deal, the shoe deal paid him more than the team did. Oh, yeah. He was That's making more money from his wow. shoe deal yeah. than he was with the Los Angeles Lakers. You know, yep. I, I didn't know that. You know, I thought that was... I, I mean, I, you know, well, of course you got to do what you got to do, but you know. yeah, that's true for a lot of the NBA players. Some of these guys they're making two, three times uh, from Nike or Adidas or Under Armour what they're making from their team. So who's their loyalty really going to be to the team or to their their brand? Exactly right. Yeah, exactly. Yep. And it's to the brand, and then you know that's what he's doing. He's out there still working his brand, and obviously he gets a lot of he got a lot of eyes today with the with the post that was bouncing around bouncing around Twitter that's for sure uh him and and his uh, uh lost and found bin look um anyway well let's move on <laughs> to uh Thursday night football t- uh yesterday uh the Kansas City Chiefs in Kansas City taking on the Los Angeles Chargers for Amazon's big prime takeover of Thursday night football it happened um, I believe that uh, Jeff Bezos and his Amazon Prime juggernaut purchased Thursday Night Football for a 11-year deal at $13 billion, and they are the exclusive provider of Thursday Night Football for 15 games, I believe, this season. The first game, don't be confused with the first season opener, which was a Thursday night. That was technically a NBC Sunday night football broadcast. Yeah. <laughs> if, you, if you can do the mental gymnastics in your head. But uh, from here going forward for the rest of the season, uh, there are going to be um, Thursday night uh, uh, games. I'm assuming, I haven't done the research, uh, but I'm assuming with the exception of Thanksgiving Day, um, right, all, all right. the other games are going to be uh, Thursday night and uh, you have to watch. You got to be a prime member in order to watch the game unless the game is happening in your local region. Um, of course, since we're here in L.A., uh, we were able to, you know, not have to watch it via prime, but uh, we did so. Um, 
And uh, it was quite uh, quite the experience. It was just like one big long Amazon commercial. <laughs> like, yeah, you get yeah. why they did this. Uh, but starting off, I don't know if you guys were able to watch the pregame at all. But uh, they had uh, at the desk they had uh, Andrew Whitworth, uh, you know, old, uh, ex uh, offensive lineman uh, from the Los Angeles Rams. They had uh, Richard Sherman there, uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick, and Tony Gonzalez, and then um, Carissa Thompson, who I just I, I thought she was terrible. I just did not like Chris. I thought she was drunk. She just kind of had that like old <laughs> laid back lady thing going on. Like, yeah, I'm talking football. Uh, I don't know what you guys think, guys. Anyway, um, but uh, like I said, Jeff Bezos was at the game, you know, and it's kind of crazy how we have just become such like cor- corporate billionaire worshipers. Like they would, they would cut to shots. They cut to shots to Bezos. Um, who who actually with Roger Goodell pregame on the field, and then during the game itself, they cut to the shot and and Rogers sitting there like you know kind of effeminately legs crossed and hands atop of his kneecap, and Bezos is just like chewing the guy's ear off, you know. Yeah. And it was just like, and that's how it was even pregame. They're on the field and Bezos just talking. He just looks like he, he just probably like Roger Goodell's guy going, God damn, does you guys shut the fuck up? You <laughs> quit, know, like quit telling me how to I run gotta, everything. I gotta here. kiss this billionaire's ass, you know, because you know. <laughs> He, he's he's bought this whole thing and I you know but like it's just funny to see how like uh, seemingly the, uh, the 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 tables turned from the uh, hierarchy of the world you know for Roger Goodell had to you know sniff Jeff Bezos asshole for yeah. two three hours yeah and you know Bezos is over there trying to tell him how he should be running the league and how exactly. he can improve this and do that and more of this more of that it's just like <laughs> yeah and and then they would cut and the thing that like the 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 coverage like they would cut to Bezos and it was just like oh God we can we can't like here's the man right here here's jeff bezos and 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 we can thank him for it's like he didn't invent thursday night football (laughs) he just bought it exactly (laughs) he just paid for the rights and and slapped his brand on it you know like uh, anyway i just i was just kind of like uh blown away garlic fries (laughs) i was just blown away by the 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 worship of the uh, billionaire class i guess i wasn't blown away by it it's exactly what i expected but it just kind of it was just yeah, kind of hard to especially in the uh, the pregame. Oh yeah, yeah, especially in the pregame. I I thought the pregame crew was. I mean, Tony Gonzalez was was cool. I mean, he's been part of the NBA, the NFL. I think on CBS for several years. Yeah, I thought Fitzpatrick was was okay. It was somewhat entertaining. I thought Sherman was pretty terrible. He just called everyone the landlord out there, or <laughs> all the defensive <laughs> players. Like, who do you think is going to have the biggest impact on this game? He's like, well, it's got to be the secondary, the cornerbacks. Like, yeah, yeah, you're a cornerback, of course you're going to say that, right? No surprise but there. I, yeah, and uh, <laughs> Whitworth, I, I don't know what was up with Whitworth because like he was on there for part of it, I think the first half, and then like the second half he was out of it. So yeah. if he's like, he's just trying to get his commentating chops up so that he can get a job somewhere doing that more? I thought he was one of the better guys there at the desk early. I I thought he was fine. I appreciated him a lot, and and I thought, you know, the weaker links were Richard Sherman and, and frankly, Ryan Fitzpatrick. Yeah, Um, they should swap one of those out for... uh, They really should, but maybe he ran off and got some chili cheese fries, like uh, Kevin was mentioning. (laughs) Them garlic fries. Garlic fries, rather, yeah, that's right. Beso, the garlic fry breath, breathing on me all And what was up with that Carissa Thompson, man? Like, she... uh, I don't know if you caught this, Chris, but like it seemed like 
she was making these comments that they, they she had this little back and forth with Tony Gonzalez going on, yeah, and I then Tony couple, Gonzalez yeah. was like, uh, uh, he said, "Oh, oh, I, I, I like your dress," and she's like, she said something like, "Well, every time I put on an outfit, he says to me, is that what you're gonna wear?" And I'm just thinking to myself, like, and, and then she was talking about, yeah, you know, looking in my eyes, I can tell when you're lying, and right, or, and, and uh, yeah, my extensions, they're fake. It was just like, yeah, dude, is something going on between these two? Because right. I know Tony. Gonzalez is a married man. Yeah. <laughs> like she <laughs> no, just had that little that she she went for the whole floozy stick, you know? Yeah. No, I, t- I totally caught that. She had a couple weird uh, comments trying to get like a reaction from Gonzalez in right. particular. Yeah. And uh, he wasn't really going for no, it. No, he but. wasn't. <laughs> but I thought that they were like, so So it wasn't just me because I was thinking, because you know me, I can be a little cynical and, and, and you know, I read into too much. But but when I was hearing that, I'm like, dude, is there is there something going on? Is this like a woman scorned here and she's just going to drag it out in the public? You know, and she's like, <laughs> she's, she's putting out that little, uh, you know, the little, uh, putting him on notice like hey i could do this <laughs> i don't know i don't know not saying yeah just be, saying. be interesting next thursday to see uh see how that dynamic continues to to blossom definitely definitely <laughs> well we can actually move on to the game uh the game itself of course like i said against the kansas city chiefs in the los angeles chargers and it started off seemingly uh like we thought it would in the sense that there was uh um some some decent offense right off the bat and then that kind of just started to fall apart a little bit uh for me the story was early at least in the game was the uh the chargers defense the the lack of o-line time that patrick mahomes had uh just seemingly um was uh constantly on his heels um, but, uh, uh, still, uh, you know, this is week two, this is kind of a, a comeback to earth moment, I think for a lot of teams or, um, a, uh, uh, you know, a moment for, for other teams to, to, uh, remind, uh, the public, uh, uh what they're actually capable of. Um, I don't know what you guys think. I, I thought that, uh, uh, I felt like this was less of a story of the Chargers losing, uh, as much as it was a story of of um, Kansas City uh, trying to put their feet back under themselves and and kind of figure it out. I, I yeah, Kansas City totally escaped that. You know, MVP probably six what the sixth seventh round pick, of <laughs> the rookie from the you know the the Chiefs, uh, Jalen Watson, uh, running that one back. Uh, I think without that, you know, it, we'd probably be looking at would be the a different different uh, game for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was well, I was real quick, Chris. I was going to say first half. I think it kind of went as expected. Uh, I think Justin Herbert had flawless amount of time. Uh, he, if honestly his weapons, Williams. He could have just thrown it up all game to Williams, and you probably, you know, would have made the grab every single time. It didn't seem like, you know, whoever we put on Williams was making any, any effort there. So, and then it, you know, Eckler's awesome, and it just didn't seem like out of the defense from the Chiefs. Um, it they're still soft. They're yeah, still- Fenton obviously struggled for the Kansas City Chiefs. Fenton struggled uh, to cover Mike Williams for sure. And I was getting some serious Marcus Peters vibes off of uh, Mar- uh, off of Shot Fenton. Fenton. You know, I don't know. It just uh, at least uh, with some of his mental mistakes coming in early. But obviously, that was just a showcase of the well, Willie the Gay. Size. Willie Gay can't wrap up an open field tackle. Flank, uh, flank, uh, Frank Clark was. 
pretty much a no-show. I don't think he made any um, attempts or any kind of, you know, action towards Herbert at all. And and then, um, yeah, it's just uh, I think Carlos Dunlap, you know, he needs to – I think he's a – I think he's a specimen. I think he'd be a, a good, impactful player on the defense there, but he needs to make a little more. He needs to make more more noise and. Yeah, know. it just seems like a lack of physicality on the Kansas City side, and Absolutely. and there was a there was a ton of physicality on on the Los Angeles Chargers side. I mean, starting off with that uh, uh, Khalil Mack sack uh, in tandem with um, oh, what was his name? Uh, Bosa? No, no, no. It wasn't Bosa. It was that other guy who had like two sacks tonight. It was uh, like, um, uh, it was like a, a, a Samuels Jr. No, 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 no. It was, it was like another word for uh, a peaceful. <laughs> oh, talk amongst yourselves. I'm going to find it. Uh, I do want to actually point out also, I didn't understand the first, the first half. It seemed like the third downs, that's where they were kind of lacking. Now we're kind of used to seeing the Chiefs march down the field get a nice presentable third down where it's third and three, third and four, and they're pretty much, you know, efficient there. But in you know, the thirds and shorts, they were giving the ball to like McKinnon and they're giving the ball to Pacheco on that one fourth and one that I just scratched my head. I don't understand that as far as, you know, offensive, like uh, that's not who you're getting the ball to. And yeah, not I've, to mention I've, Kelsey. I thought no the show. Chiefs uh yeah, I thought the Chiefs play calling in, in particular in the first half was pretty bad. I mean, yep. they had four punts for the first time ever at home with with Mahomes. They had four punts in the first half. And the Chiefs were really lucky to kind of hang around in this game. Yeah. And one of the things with Herbert that keeps me from putting him into like the top five from you know from our previous episode is he seems to have those timely mistakes where he'll throw the game away um and we saw that today you know was that on him was that on everett where he yeah, should have came see, out of the game because he was tired and like yeah. he just couldn't run the route so the guy jumped it but it just seems like those timely uh throws will will cost them games a lot but chargers totally had control of this game yeah but at the same time Second half, I think the chief the Chiefs defense did play a lot better. But you're right, Kevin. It seems like they could have just threw it up to Williams like every time, and no one was going to stop them. They went away. Um, they went away from Williams second half. Yeah. So the the Chiefs, you'll know, give them credit for coming back. The, um, the defense for making the stands when they had to, but their offense it. it it wasn't their last drive. I think it was their second to last drive where they had that really quick three and out. It was, there was like six minutes left. Yep. It's like, man, you guys can't do that at home when when you got the game where you can just put it in the bag. All you need to do is get a few first downs and and actually I think they got a first down real quick and then they, it was a quick three and out right after that. So their play calling really can be suspect at times. Um, it seems like they should run the like stick to the run a little bit more. But because I thought it was fairly I mean, successful tonight, uh, I haven't seen the numbers. I don't know what the the rushing numbers were tonight, but. I thought that they had the ability to to move the ball uh, fairly consistently uh, from a run um, standpoint. Um, though, admittedly, it seemed like it was just a Hardman show from a passing game. And, of course, Kelsey was was there, unless he was getting body slammed, he was there. Um, <laughs> How is that not a penalty, though? Like, the way the rules are, is that not a penalty? You know... Uh, I don't know if that's technically a penalty or not. I would say the reason why it's not is because um, 
who is it? Darwin uh, James Jr. or something? Was it? Was is that his name? Harrison? Uh, uh, no, no, no. The guy who uh, body slammed Kelsey on the Chargers. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. Darwin, right? Uh, or am I making that name up? Uh, James Jr. James I think Jr., I'm pretty yeah. sure that was him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's because he's severely smaller than Kelsey. <laughs> I mean, I shouldn't say severely, but he's definitely smaller than Kelsey. And so I think it's just everybody got to kind of caught up in the moment and was like oh snap <laughs> kelsey getting body slam rock bottom I mean, it was cool it was rock a great bottom, tackle rock bottom i think chiefs <laughs> i think their chiefs offensive people are like no namers like the what justin watson you know that caught the long ball and yeah well, that was know, a great play edwards hilaire i'm other than him not following his blockers on that one screen pass, he could have grabbed 20 <laughs> more yards. Yeah, the, what about the touchdown to to williams the one-handed grab yeah. i for the life of me thought that he came down one cheek in bounds, one cheek out of bounds. Am I crazy for Do that? Do you have to have I, both I cheeks have sworn. in there? And where does the cheeks begin? But I is feel it the like the crack itself <laughs> is it like the line split right down the middle. But I thought well, they landed like almost the, at the same time. The the line does tend to split down the middle. Um, I, I so thought it was have, worth a look. You have to have both ass cheeks in there, or no. it's not hip inside. No, you don't have to have them both. It just I think it depends Whatever on which lands first. first. Oh, and you're saying but the left? I thought it was like pretty close. Out. Oh, I don't like, know. Yeah, because I didn't. I, they look never at, gave it another look. I, yeah. I maybe I was the only one that saw it, but I was like, he's like he's really close to out of bounds because when he caught it, it was one handed, but it was kind of juggled for a, sl- a second there as he was landing. So as he actually completed it and was landing, I thought it was really close. They should have looked at it to where he was coming down out of bounds there, but it, they didn't. Give it a second thought. Just gave him the touchdown wow. right away. Yeah, I, I thought didn't, that was a big miss. I didn't see anything on that play to, to make me question it, but I admittedly was, uh, um, you know, a little wowed by the catch itself. Uh, so I, I don't know. Yeah, it, it, yeah, it was a great catch. Was a I, I'm telling catch. you, if you go back and you look at it, he doesn't catch it clean with the one hand. There's a quick little juggle hmm. while he's he's pulling it down. And as he's landing and pulling it down, it's I mean, it's probably still a touchdown, but I thought it was worth a look at least. It I was have close. To say this too, I mean, and how amazing is Herbert though? Four four minutes, you know, he gets hit and oh, hurts God. his rip, and then he was fourth down. He throws it deep, and that's what it scores a that touchdown. Was a, that was a great throw. Yeah, yeah. goodness, no, absolutely. I mean, he's obviously the guy, right? You know, and he's only going to get better, and. um obviously hurt towards the tail end of the game i mean yeah, to the, the play before where, he couldn't even run it for a first down and it was right dude, there he, he just had to chuck it in the ground because he was in so much pain and and it was just it's funny because you know i was saying like god why don't they just take him out and then that next play he throws it down the field and it's like yeah, okay that's, that's, that's why they didn't take him out but still it's a long season why right. would you let your star starting quarterback who's clearly yeah. hurt he's your season stay he is your season exactly that's what i was getting to where it's like this is what everything is hanging upon and you let him stay in there and risk getting hit and injured even more and and uh elongating his time off the field i i don't know I, again they still had a shot they were still in it i imagine herbert is a a a, a complete competitor and was probably saying no 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 i'm going back in but you still have to call the shots, man. You still have to kind yeah. of, uh, you know, I mean, these—that's what these guys do. They're 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 constant competitors, or and 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 they're they're not gonna. I mean, those are the kind of guys you want—the guys that are are gonna go out there and play hurt and put themselves at risk of further injury. Uh, but he definitely. What do you think it was? Maybe like a cracked rib or something. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Yeah. 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 Uh, I I I definitely think so. Um, it looked to me like he fell on. The, the the other player's helmet 
uh, that the helmet got kind of lipped underneath him and he impacted on that. That's what I saw. Don't know if that's the case. Yeah, it looks like he fell on Nandi's helmet and then um, was it Frank Clark that took him down the next play after that? Yeah. Yeah, he got, uh, but but that that Clark hit was. I mean, both hits were clean. Yeah, uh, and that Clark hit was was clean, but it wasn't even a hit. Like it wasn't even all that hard. Everybody thought it was initially because you know Herbert popped up and, and was clearly in pain, and so they thought, oh God, he, he got hit hard again. But it wasn't even hard when they when you watch the the replay of it. So yeah, just um, the way they landed. Yeah, yeah, it's. Uh, I was impressed though, um, for sure with with Herbert. I was impressed by both teams. Uh, obviously, again, just week two, a lot of uh, football to be played, a lot of things to be figured out. But these, to me, are now are just clearly the two teams in the AFC West. Yep, we talked about it, it. Yeah, you got to be impressed with the way they both keep coming. Yeah. Like, it's tough to knock either one of those teams out. They'll just keep coming, and they make timely plays, and both those quarterbacks are capable of, of making those awesome plays. Just It really comes down to those turnovers. Not to be a prisoner of the moment, but... Again, I would say that I was far more impressed by both Kansas City and uh, I was going to say San Diego, Los Angeles tonight. Uh, and, and maybe it's unfair because, you know, we got to see what happens this Sunday and we'll talk about that in a bit. But uh, in comparison to what I saw from the Raiders last week and from what I saw uh, the from the Broncos on Monday, uh, what I saw last night from the Los Angeles Chargers and the Kansas City Chiefs, I just think they are clearly the conference favorites, the division favorites uh, for for the for the West, for sure. I I don't think it's going to be as tight as I initially thought it was going to be between those four teams um, b- before the season started. I think this is what we talked about as well. The Chargers and the Chiefs, you know, it's kind of a toss up. Uh, especially for the division, that's kind of what's supposed to happen, right, guys? I mean, Chiefs yeah. are supposed to win at home, right? And Los Angeles would probably be a different story, and you guys all hit it on the head. Uh, it's a long season, so. We'll yeah, see. I think you could pretty much chalk this game up to home field advantage. That That's kind of what tipped this game to let the Chiefs come back and, and take this one. So usually I think Vegas gives like one or two points just for a home field. And yeah, it came down to a three-point game. So and, was, uh, here's a little next-gen stat for you. So with that Jalen Watson 99-yard pick six, the Chiefs' win probability jumped from 31% at that moment to 85%. Um, so uh, that obviously clearly was the difference maker uh, during that game. And yeah, so pretty, pretty cool. We saw a tie for the all-time record of a pick return. All-time record? What was that? 99 yards. Oh, so that was, so that it was happened. So you that tied was the, it. Yeah. It tied I think it. there's I mean, been deeper ones. Tie? Like, exactly. <laughs> I mean, with, I think I guys get, have been if deeper in the end zone, in the end zone like, and ran yeah. all the way back. I guess they, that would they be. They still count it as 99 though. The same. I think. <laughs> I'd like to think they'd at least count it as a hundred yards at that point. I mean, how many of those do you think would exist? <laughs> <laughs> well, what did you guys think of, uh, speaking on the broadcasters from earlier, um, but the voice of the NFL and the voice of college football. I actually liked it. I was, I I liked it too. I mean, of course, Al Michaels is a classic. It it just rubs every single nostalgic, uh, uh, you know, uh, 
goosebump in my body, <laughs> right? <laughs> it just takes me back to, you know, the, the glory days of even Monday Night Football. Uh, so, of course, uh, I'm gonna, I mean, they can wheel him out and he could be, you know, typing his, his uh, uh, commentary, <laughs> you know, uh, uh, but, um, and I'd still probably like it. But as far as uh, Kirk, Kirk Herb Street is concerned, I, I liked him. I thought he was great. He was a lot better than uh, Colin. Um, uh, Bill Collinsworth. Collins, Bill Collinsworth, exactly. <laughs> I agree. Yeah, I I, yeah, I, I enjoyed it as well. Amazon at least did that part right. They, they, you know, I don't know how much they paid these guys. Sure, they paid them a lot. You yeah. have to poach them, but uh, I think they did a good job with where it counts. Michaels and Herb Street. That that was very enjoyable. It's a classic combination. Yeah. No, for uh, sure. And uh, just like a classic combination of uh, sideline the agenda and uh, football. So let's keep moving on. But first. We would like to invite you to join our agenda to sideline the agenda by subscribing to our podcast and giving us a five-star rating. It really helps out. And you can also follow us on Twitter at Sideline Agenda. Sideline the Agenda, it's time to get off the sideline and into the game. All right, let's move on uh, to uh, week two of the NFL. Oh, actually, but first on Saturday, I don't know if any of you guys even want to talk about this, but there's the... Uh, the, the trilogy rivalry. Um, triple G and Alvarez. Triple G, yeah, yeah. Canelo and uh, Triple G, which I thought Triple G was Guy's Grocery Games on the Food Network. <laughs> <laughs> Goes to show you how much I follow boxing. <laughs> it's like, oh shit, Guy Fieri and, and, and Canelo are going to go at it for the third time? No, um, much. Clear, clearly, I don't really know much about this subject, so uh, I'm going to hand, hand this over to you, Chris. But uh, that's happening, I, I guess, this Saturday in Vegas. This is the big, uh, it's like one of the most heated rivalries in boxing history. And it'll finally come to a conclusion <laughs> between these two gentlemen on Saturday. Uh, yeah, they've, they've what are you, what a, are you thinking? Who do you got? Oh, man. I, I would have to stick with Alvarez, especially coming off a loss like he did. And their first... Two bouts were both pretty close. Uh, the first one was a draw, and the second one, uh, Alvarez got the decision. I think Alvarez controlled the second bout, mm. uh, so I think he's going to continue to do that in the third one. Uh, it seemed like Triple G kind of – he's supposed to be the bigger guy, but it kind of seemed like he needed to get a little bigger or a little stronger because he didn't really control Alvarez the way he should be in the bigger guy. Alvarez had much stronger shots as power shots. So I don't mm. know, maybe triple G will come out and, uh, you know, try to throw more power, but I would stick with Alvarez, uh, on this one. Uh, but it's, they've been very, very close fights. Triple G before they, they had their first bout. He was, I think he was either undefeated or he had won a lot of matches in a row and uh, same thing with Alvarez, but, um, triple G got his, got that loss in their last bout. Alvarez just lost to someone a few months back, a much bigger guy, so that wasn't too shocking. But uh, this is probably the biggest match either one of them could get right now. Uh, so it's going to be a great, great pay-per-view match. Uh, I'm sure it's going to be a very large purse, so it should be exciting. Um, should be another real close-fought bout, but I just think Alvarez, is, he's got the more power shots, and I, th I think he'll continue to do that. I don't know. I think Triple G is a little awkward in there, huh? Some, something about yeah. him. Like yeah. he's, he's supposed to be bigger, stronger. He's a little awkward. The way yeah, he throws I, things I thought and, he's like almost underweight, or like he needed to be at a higher weight. I was I was very surprised Alvarez was able to control him the way he did. With he just looks much stronger than Triple G did. From the first two fights, I thought the first one could go either way. I think actually looking back at it, 
I was actually expecting Triple G to get that one, but wasn't surprised with with outcome. And then Canelo definitely handled the second one. This one, I don't really care. I mean, I'm probably going to watch it, but... <laughs> Just want to see it. To be honest, I don't... Yeah, yeah see which, a slugfest. Which one of these guys was... Um, had uh got busted for steroids and he said like it was like meat or Canelo. cow meat or something that was yeah Canelo. that was alvarez <laughs> and it's that in the was meat. that was it's in the meat steroids it's in the meat um and that was back in march right like were, were they were they both originally supposed to meet each other and then it, then the fight got delayed or, or what happened with that I, uh, I don't not so much um i think they they kind of because Canelo the second match he kind of beat him handedly pretty easily and uh, he went on to fight some other no names like he does, and um, I guess this is for him to get another pay, uh, big payday, like Chris said, and to get his name <laughs> back out there uh, because he just came off a big loss. Um, you know, who knows? Yeah, he he, he probably was taking roids because the guy he was fighting last match was much larger than him, and he had to go up quite a bit in weight. And the dude just overwhelmed him. Like Canelo was much smaller, and he totally overwhelmed him. So. Canelo got his first loss since his Mayweather bout, which was like over 10 years ago now. Um, so, yeah, it should be interesting. Uh, wow. You know, Alvarez will be back at a weight he's comfortable with. I, I'm hoping that Triple G will look strong and it doesn't look sapped like he did last bout. And it'll it'll be entertaining, I'm sure. Why don't these guys fight like the other, you know, main card guys? You know, uh, I don't know if they're in the same way. It's money. Class. You know, uh, Terrence Crawford. Keith Urban, Errol Spence Jr. Keith know. Urban's a country star. <laughs> <laughs> That's always been the problem with boxing. Uh, That's always been the problem with boxing. It's not like UFC. The boxing, it's all about the promoters and whoever they can get the most money out of. Like UFC, they at least get guys to fight who they think should be fighting each other. But boxing, it's 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 all political within the the boxing organization. So that's the one drawback to that sport. It's always been that way in boxing. Yeah, exactly. Keith Thurman, sorry. <laughs> Keith Thurman, that's okay, because I got a name check earlier when I was trying to think of that uh, lineman on uh, the Los Angeles Chargers. It was Drew Tranquil. Tranquil. That's right. Tranquil. Tranquil. Like peaceful, right? So I wasn't completely off. Well, that'll be interesting. That happens and goes down this Saturday in Las Vegas for the Undisputed Super Middleweight Championship. All right, let's move on to Sunday, NFL Sunday Fun Day. Week two. As we know, week two, the jitters are real. My confidence is completely shaken. I don't know about any of you guys. I mean, I'm a little gun shy with any kind of week two prediction, and and you can feel that uh, with a, a lot of the spreads. It's not just us. You look you look at a lot of the spreads across the board. We're talking three points, four points, two and a half points. There's not a lot of clear cut winners out there. Um, does anybody have any games that they've got their eyes on? I know that uh, we've seen, for example, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers going against their division rivals, the uh, New Orleans Saints. That could prove to be a good game. What do you yeah, think? Yeah, that, that's very interesting because in the regular season, Brady hasn't beat the Saints yet, and it's in, in New, New Orleans. Orleans. That's right. So that'll be a very interesting game. And I also thought this was interesting, too, because uh, New Orleans, the two-and-a-half favorite, and I would oh, not have favorite. thought that. Yeah. Exactly. Wow. Surprising. I mean, yeah, it's that's a tough one to me because – it's just, I mean, again, you have a new head coach situation there in New Orleans. Um, 
I don't know if I am completely on board with their quarterback with uh, uh, Jameson Jameson Winston. I think that he's kind of he's hit and miss. You know, um, of course you got Tom Brady. Uh, they're having issues though with their O line. He's having issues with his home line. With you know apparently with uh, <laughs> Giselle, but uh, uh, I st- I don't know. I still think I think that this is this is not profound by any stretch of the imagination. This I mean this is either going to be another amazing playoff Super Bowl run, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, or they may not even make the playoffs. I feel I, that's how I feel like it's going to be this year. Hmm. Yeah, I think with their O line troubles and the the defense especially up front that the Saints have. It, Brady could have another long day. It's just, yeah, I can never bet against Brady, though. I mean, I feel like they yeah. should go in there and win, especially after Saints barely beat Atlanta. But, you know, history's shown they haven't been able to beat him yet. It, that, I mean, that, they that, did beat him in the playoffs a couple years back, but that was their third try. In the regular season, they, they can't beat him. So, yeah, it's, very interesting game. It will be an interesting game. Um, maybe we could just go across the board here and just look at uh, uh, some other games that uh, uh, you know that are coming up this Sunday. Of course, we got the New England Patriots going against the Pittsburgh Steelers. I actually have a feeling that the Steelers are going to win this one. Um, just nothing other than uh, 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 my own intuition in Pittsburgh. I feel like they've got a good shot at this. I fully expect them to drop the following game in Cleveland against the Browns Thursday night, but um, I've got a good feeling about uh, about the Steelers. Yeah, that'll be a good one. I would lean more towards the Steelers as well. The Patriots are coming off a loss. Yeah, well, it, it's they, in, it's they in lost. To, it's in Pittsburgh. They lost to Miami. I, I just, I, I don't think that That's this is going to be a very big year for for New England. I don't know, guys. I'm playing Switzerland with this one. Yeah, or, or yeah, I'm neutral on this one. <laughs> You're going to go for a tie. <laughs> <laughs> You're going for that uh, uh, that uh, the Colts and the Texans uh, result. Okay, that's a good. You should put your money down on that. TJ TJ Watts out. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I mean, the the Patriots need to win this game, yeah. but yeah, you know, Steelers. Steelers they had are a the big two point. emotional win last week. Big hard yeah. fought win. They'll be feeling good about themselves. Steelers yeah, are the definitely two another favorite. interesting one. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let's go ahead and move on to the Carolina Panthers uh, taking on the New York Giants. Um, I think that this is uh, going to be another interesting game. Um, of course, New York Giants uh, beat the Tennessee Titans, and I, I don't think many people thought that was going to happen. And uh, the Carolina Panthers did lose to the Cleveland Browns, but just by one point. Mm-hmm. Um, and this game is in New York. Uh, it should be interesting to see. I don't know if I was a betting man. I suppose I would take the Carolina Panthers. They are a one and a half favorite. <laughs> Just one, one and a half. Exactly. This, these <laughs> spreads, man, It's that's that week two, like that nervousness. People are like, uh, I don't know, man. I, I can't... Uh, I can't make a, a good conscious decision, um, but the uh, the Panthers have lost 13 games since their three and zero start in 2021. Wow, you're kidding? Yeah, so I'm going Giants. Two and 13, right? <laughs> exactly. I'm I'm betting that uh, things will change, but uh, you know, it's it's the 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 proof is in the pudding, so to speak. Um, another exciting matchup in uh, New York. New York Jets take on the Cleveland Browns in Cleveland. Uh, this again is one of those games where it's like you go clearly it's going to be the Cleveland Browns right but they don't have uh, their their head starting quarterback um 
So uh, it should be interesting to see how this one turns out. Uh, but that said, um, looking up who who the favorite is, you have uh, the New York Jets, surprisingly. Wow. Six wow. and a half point favorite. I think I'm taking what? the Browns. Six and a half? Are you serious? Yeah, six wow. and a half favorites. So I'm, I don't know. I think I'm putting my money yeah, down. Yeah, that spread, I I'll think I would definitely go Browns. Yeah, it's wouldn't it be interesting if, if the Browns start out 2-0 and and the Panthers start out 0-2? It would just be kind of hilarious. <laughs> I'm taking the spread. Let's go on to Indianapolis. Uh, they are going to Jacksonville to take on the Jaguars. Of course, I think I would be picking Indy, but you know what? Trevor Lawrence... He's coming up. I, I think that they're going to have a good year this year. I really do. No so way. I don't know. Indy didn't have a very good... I mean, come on. They tied the Texans yeah. last week. <laughs> and guess what? The Jacksonville Jaguars, Kevin, no are a three-and-a-half favorite. <laughs> no preseason. Yeah, so my, you're taking no, the, you're, you're taking the point. The, you're taking, taking the Colts. The Colts. Yeah, you, taking the Colts and the points? Yeah. Yeah, my, my knee-jerk would be the Jags. Yeah. My knee-jerk reaction here. Matty Iso, I want to see him come alive. It hasn't really happened completely yet, uh, but uh, it, I, I, I remain hopeful. All right, Miami. We've got Miami Dolphins taking on the Baltimore yeah, Ravens. Yeah, this is a good one. It is a good one. Oh, that's a good one. And you know what? As as much as I want to say the Ravens, right? You know, because uh, uh, Lamar Jackson and um, the Ravens in everybody's mind is is an NFL juggernaut. Miami Dolphins are a three and a half point favorite. Wow. Oh, they're favored. Yeah. Wow. Three and a half I'm points. Betting, I'm, uh, I'm betting Ravens on that one. I think they're going to control the clock and run the ball. And they're, they're going to prevent the Dolphins from throwing anything deep. They're just going to keep it kind of low scoring. Uh, I, I would bet Ravens if it was I'm picking the Ravens as money. well. Um, but if the, my, if the Dolphins win, guys, <laughs> I'm going to say they're legit. Yeah, well, I think that that I think that's a little bit of a sleeper conference to to be honest, uh, or a division. Um, so, uh, you know, I, I don't think you're that far off. Though, everything would have to completely fall apart for Buffalo. <laughs> I just right. don't see that happening yeah. enough to, to really bring I, wild card. Yeah, yes, sh- short of wild an card. Yes, for Miami. I don't know yeah. if I'm on the bandwagon yet for for anything other than that for Miami at this point. Okay, uh, we have the uh, Washington Commanders taking on the Detroit Lions in Detroit. Uh, this actually, again, these are all head scratchers, man, because I look at this and I go, God, Carson Wentz, you know, really good quarterback, uh, especially when he's healthy. Isn't that true for all quarterbacks? He's got a lot of, uh, uh elements on that, uh, commander's team, a pretty decent defense from time to time. You got Goff in Detroit. They, I mean, Swift put on a bit of a show, uh, seems like they're starting to get running. They're starting to get things figured out. I kind of want to go Detroit here. Yeah, no it's uh, <laughs> uh, it's just both teams are like, uh, I don't want to bet on either one of these. But teams. here's the deal again to this sentiment right there. Guess what? The Washington Commanders are a one and a half point favorite. One and a half. Wow. Nobody's yeah. got the balls on any of yeah. these, man. Yeah. Yeah. No, I I think the excitement is more for Detroit. I'm taking the points. With, yeah. That's. <laughs> Because they are a tough, scrappy team. You know, they did lose to Philadelphia last week, but they only lost by three. They scored, I think it was like 35 points. They lost 38-35, if I remember correctly. So, you know, they can put some points up there, and Wentz is bound to give you a couple turnovers. So, yeah, yeah that's I, true. They might be on the points on that one. 
Well, here's another one for you. This should be exciting. You uh, got the Seattle Seahawks uh, going to San Francisco to take on the 49ers. Yeah. In my mind, I'm going, man, San Francisco all day. Even though I didn't really like what I saw from Trey Lance, I thought he struggled a lot. And Geno Smith, obviously, for Seattle, put on a great show in that first half, especially Monday Night Football. And, and they looked like they got things moving. I don't know. There's something about Seattle that makes me not very confident. They were supposed to be the doormat of the division, if not the league, right? This right. was what's in my head. And then I... Can't get over that part in my head because clearly Vegas has a completely different idea about that because believe it or not, the, Se the Seattle Seahawks are an eight and a half point favorite. Wow. No way. Eight and a half points, man. Eight and a half point favorite on the you road. You can take it to oh the bank, God. bro. <laughs> you know, you know what's, what I was surprised with the Seattle Seahawks? That defense. Yeah. How many of those fourth and goals did they stop? That defense wins games. We said this last podcast. By the way, I'm just going to pitch this. If you haven't subscribed yet, go ahead and subscribe. But that that's that's going to win games for them. And I'm going to go Seahawks. Yeah, I agree with that. All right. Well, let's move uh, on to. Uh, I would go Niners. Yeah, let, that's you know, a huge. That's spread. what I would go to. That's what I would think. Um, but uh, obviously, there's 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 other thoughts at bay, and I think that it has to do with that that quarterback Trey Lance. Um, moving on to uh, L.A. Los Angeles Rams will be taking on the Atlanta Falcons at home. Of course, I think that the LA Rams are going to bounce back, of course, and uh, beat the Atlanta Falcons, though the Atlanta Falcons had a really good showing uh, last week. So that makes me completely nervous, but it does not make Vegas nervous um, be <laughs> because, believe it or not, I have to hit the refresher on this page because this just is unbelievable to me. Um, Mariotta, Mariota. Um, are, are Rams favored by at least 12? 10. Favored by 10. And you know what? I got to correct this. I feel like an idiot. I've been looking at this wrong as I'm glancing down at my sheet. Uh, Seattle Seahawks are, the 49ers are the eight and a half point favorite. Oh, okay. Mm. I was yeah. going to say, man, are you serious? And you know what? There's probably, you probably have to switch every little point thing that I've been saying. Okay. Okay. <laughs> wow. This I is a great podcast, guys. <laughs> I just fucked up the last, you know, you know, half of the show. Well, I know the way they do the plus minus, it's kind of confusing just by looking at it. But it's my fault. I, I did that. So, of course, uh, the, the L.A. Rams are a 10 point favorite for that game. Yeah, I think I think Rams are going to put on a show. Yeah, they, they should win by like 20. Uh, Cardinals take on the uh, Las Vegas Raiders in Las Vegas. I think that I would be taking on or taking the Raiders who are a five-and-a-half-point favorite. Yeah, both teams kind of need to win this one. Um, but I would I would definitely lean more on the Raiders' side. They, they played a good Chargers team. You know, they were pretty close. They were in that game. So, And we saw the Cardinals just got demolished by the, the Chiefs. So I'll definitely uh, go Raiders, with especially a home game. I agree. Real quickly, we'll head to Denver with the uh, Houston Texans taking on the uh, Denver Broncos. Uh, I think, of course, uh, we all expect the uh, Broncos to uh, to to win this one. Um, they arguably should have won Monday night if it wasn't for those fumbles at the the goal line. Um, and so, to me, uh, the Denver Bron Broncos are the the clear cut favorite, and they are to Vegas as well because they are a ten point favorite. Yeah, that makes sense. Bengals taking on the Cowboys in Dallas. That would have been very interesting if Dak was healthy. 
I completely agree. With, with no Dak, it's kind of a yeah. Bengals yeah. should handle this game. And and they should, and they are definitely favored by seven points. And then finally, let's move to that Sunday night football game with the Chicago Bears taking on the Green Bay Packers. In Green Bay, I think Green Bay clear, clearly wins this game. Um, though uh, I know not everybody feels that way. But of course, uh, Vegas does because Green Bay is a nine and a half point favorite. Wow, nine and a half. Yeah, I would I would definitely go with the Packers here. I think they'll solve a lot of their issues from last game. Um, nine and a half seems like it could still be a lot this early in the season because Rodgers got a lot of really young receivers that they've got to get a build a lot more chemistry going forward, but. I mean, Packers should win all day. I mean, here's the deal with a lot of those games with those massive point spreads. Like, I'm I'm, I'm taking the uh, the unfavored team half yeah. the time. Like, frankly, uh, nine and a half. Yeah. I, I in theory, yeah, Green Bay should clear that. I I, I don't know. I think I'd be taking Chicago. I, uh, Ten point uh, favored uh, L.A. Rams. I'm sorry. I'm I'm probably gonna be taking Atlanta with that. Um, and uh, again, even with the 49ers uh, being an eight and a half point favorite, I'd probably take C- Seattle with that. Yep. I, yeah, that sh- they should keep it closer. Yeah, I agree yeah. with Seattle. Yeah, and then I agree with the Bears. Uh, the, the Rams should take care of business. They, they should beat Falcons by 10 plus. Easy. Yeah, I mean, maybe it's my Rams fan speaking, but I think the Rams should blow them out. Like, they should. They really wet the bed in game one with their offense. Their offense has got to play, uh, got to play much better. And uh, Ramsey shouldn't be giving up any more deep touchdowns. <laughs> Who knows? It's going to be exciting to say the least. Uh, so uh, looking forward to it. And uh, well, that's going to do it for us. How about that? You know, uh, uh, good, good, uh, good advice for for some of you betting folk uh, from guys who don't tr- don't bet because we're in california we're we get a to. cut of all your winnings but <laughs> we're not responsible for any of your losses that's right that's how the deal works right <laughs> i like that well thanks everybody for listening to sideline the agenda and please be sure to subscribe subscribe and describe our podcast to all your friends and uh leave us a nice review and, and a five-star rating and and, and that will really help out Uh, Yeah, that's going to do it for us. My name is Scott. That's Kevin. That's Chris. This is Sideline the Agenda. It's time to get off the sideline and into the game.